0: Before we start today, a quick little message to apologize for my voice. I thought it would definitely be at a different pitch by now, but I am a bit sick. I couldn't pass up the opportunity today though to interview Val. Val is an amazing woman in my Church and she's one of the very first ladies that I ever interviewed. I ended up losing the card that had her interview on it and so I could never actually release it or edit it and so Val has very kindly come back today. A year and a bit later, to actually record another interview with me, let's get started. There are three types of people in the world those who love to create meals, those who enjoy it, and those who couldn't care less about food but love a good gathering with friends and family around the table. So I feel like we can't go wrong with this new segment, Meals and Memories. So, hi Val.
1: Hi Sarah.
0: Thinking back over your life, has there been a meal that you've enjoyed or created, and what memorable moment is there for you with that? I was
1: just thinking about it, and I'm number three. Yes. I, I, the food it's not important to me but I love the people and gathering around food is good I don't like creating food I really don't i have not never have been good in the kitchen so I'm, I'm your number three
0: Val thank you so much for joining us today before we dive into the topic can you tell us a bit about your journey so far
1: Yes, it's hard to know where to begin. I always say, people say, when we, when did you become a Christian? Went to Sunday school when I was a little girl, probably three or four years of age. Heard the stories about Jesus and I just believed them. Mm-hmm. And I've believed them ever since. I just have never had a time in my life when I didn't think Jesus was who he said he was. So for me, it's been a journey like that. I grew up in the country, real country, and we didn't have churches, but we did have itinerant ministers who came around and preached once or twice a month. And then when I started work, when I was 17 I had to go into the city, I chose to go to church and I've been going to church ever since, a long time, 70 years. (laughs)
0: <laughs> and what are you doing now
1: now i'm in the latter years of my life my god is my life but the church god's people and the church is the people it's not the building it is the people and i just love my church and love all the people and do a lot of i suppose you'd loosely call it social work although i like to think of it as pastoral care mm. having coffee with people all that sort of stuff that's how i express my faith these days i need a bible study yeah i just am enjoying life in the very much of the last last stages of life yeah
0: I love that you're actually a, a person that gets out there and has coffee and enjoys people's company still, yeah. like you haven't let age stop you. No, awesome. not
1: at all. I, mm. I think it's enhanced it, if anything, mm. because you feel free to say no to things you don't want to do or you don't think are important and you mm. can do the things you do. And yeah. I really do think that people are the most important thing and I think that's what we, what God told us to do, to uh, you know, go out and, uh, I was trying to think of the right word, enjoy. <laughs> I don't think he actually said that, but yes, mm. to meet together and to enjoy each other and to help each other and to encourage each other all that sort of stuff
0: Val what topic are you going to talk to us about today?
1: Well you suggested maybe prayer and I am very much into prayer I just think that God asks us to he wants us to turn to him in every circumstance I don't have specific prayer times regularly but I always I say your life is lived in God's presence all day long I'm waving my hands around and when you when you're out and something good happens you say thank you God that was that was marvelous you know, when, when you're thinking about somebody that's a sadness you oh Lord really step into the situation and fix it and I just think prayer is just so important taking mm-hmm. everything everything you are to your Lord why
0: do you think it's important for us to pray in today's society
1: well it's so easy to get sidetracked it's so easy to just relate to what's happening in the world I mean look all these electronic mm-hmm. gadgets and all the people you see working around We old people all complain about young people having their heads in their iPods and iPads and iPhones and things all day long. I just think that that's cutting communication with people and I think God wants us to relate to each other. Mm. I just think that's that's very, very important.
0: You bring up a good point, though. It's not only cutting communication with others, but it almost can also cut communication with God. Yeah. Yes.
1: I wouldn't be so, so bold as to judge what other people are thinking mm. or doing. They possibly have their times with God as well. But from what they exhibit in the, in, in the world, you wouldn't think they had time for anything else. Yeah. You, know, you see people out having coffee, a couple, and they're both playing with their phones. And I think, for goodness sake, why didn't you stay at home and do it? Yeah. <laughs> you know, you don't. I go out to socialise, to, mm-hmm. to talk to people, to listen to people.
0: What experience have you had with this?
1: I lived out the middle of my life. I told you about my childhood, but I didn't tell you about the middle. When I was 40-ish, my husband and I moved from New Zealand to Australia with three small children, and we went to a new church in Brisbane. A church that was different. There my spiritual growth took a gigantic leap. I'd I'd been a churchgoer. Jesus was never not part of my life. When we were married we were equally yoked. We went to church, we lived by Christian principles, all that sort of stuff. But when my spiritual growth spurt started he didn't want to come along and he stopped going to church and so I was virtually on my own. So one of the women in church started a small group to have Christian conversations about everyday things because you couldn't talk to a husband who who God wasn't the centre of his life. You couldn't take the Christian perspective on what you were going to do about the children or what you were going to do about different things so this was somewhere where we could meet and discuss that and in that group I just grew immensely and then in that same year uh, the Bethel Bible studies came to Australia from America and our minister decided to bring it into our church and I was one of 20 people that she asked if we would be interested in doing a teacher training course and that was in 1978 and uh, I did it for two years, and I've taught it ever since. It's an overview of Scripture. Um, we always pray. We pray for each other. We, we, we always pray, but no, it's not prayer-centred, it's Bible-centred. Mm. In my opinion, every small group where I was brought up on this at some stage should be four-square, mm. you know, they're Bible-based, prayer-based, fellowship-based and outreach-based. Most of them concentrate on one or the others of those aspects more thoroughly, but you bring in the others as well. This church has been on this property for 20. It was 1994. It was opened in 1993. I came here in 1992. In 1993, our minister said to us then, "You can build the grandest building you like, but unless you've got good Christian leaders, you won't have a church. You won't have a good church." So he suggested, he said, "I suggest you start praying." So we got a group together, started praying on Friday mornings that God would send us people that He had gifted and who wanted to use their gifts in this place. That was the actual wording, and we pray that still every Friday morning. Oh. Yeah, there's only three ladies now. We've, we were a big group when we started. They've died, they've gone away, That all sorts of things have happened. We just wish so much that other people would choose to join us. God has answered our prayers. Almost everything we've prayed for has come to pass. Everything yeah. that's on this block has come to so pass. So it's been 20
0: years you've been doing that? Yeah, 20, wow. uh,
1: 24 years now. Yeah, 1993 we started that.
0: That's amazing. So when yeah. you think of prayer in your life... What do you Hmm. think about?
1: When I think of prayer, I just think of talking to God. I really do. I just sort of think if I'm saying that God is the centre of my life, and I hesitate to use the word God because our God is the Trinity, and I always think of Jesus as the one who saved me by what he did on the cross. So God to me is a bit of a generic term that people use, you know, OMG and all that sort of stuff. People use it loosely. Uh, To me, God, I I prefer to think of Jesus, but that doesn't leave God the Creator Father, out of it. Yeah, but so I just feel that if my life is going to be centred on my faith well I need to keep fairly close and as we always say when you feel that God's you're at a distance from God guess who moves he doesn't move he's always there he's our constant in our life and if we get away from him it's us who does the moving
0: Val, for those of us who may struggle to pray, are there steps that we can take to guide us through prayer?
1: I believe so. I was never very good at praying out loud, as we say. I always felt too self-conscious and didn't have the right words and all that sort of stuff. And I've done several courses. I'm mm. a bit of a course-doer. We did one once, I think, it was when I was living in Perth, I'm not sure, where we were told how to sit, how to stand, all that sort of stuff, to relax and to use the acts principle the word acts that you, can, that you can't forget first of all it's adoration you praise God you tell him how much he means to you and that centers you you find if you do that for a few minutes even one or two minutes it quietens your heart mm. then the C is confession as you come into God's presence or for me anyway you pretty much quickly realize that you haven't got it all together you recall things that you've done that you shouldn't have done or things that you wish you'd done that you didn't do so you give it all to God confession just give it all to god and he just accepts it and throws it in the sea and it's all gone you don't need to worry you're forgiven so that's the confession t is thanksgiving and that's not hard. I think for most of us, we just remember all the things in our life for which we're supremely thankful. And really, I do believe, people say, I worked jolly hard for that, why should I thank God for it? But I think, but God gave you the ability to work hard. He gave you mm-hmm. the gifts you're using from your job. It's really, you've got to thank God that, that, that you've got all that you've got. That's how I feel about it. Our whole life we have because of our God. Our whole, everything. Yeah. Just everything. Yes. I don't find thanksgiving hard. And then you, in, for my case, you know, for family, for friends, for so many things and that brings up the last one which is s a c t s which is supplication now supplication is asking for something i usually find by the time i get to supplication there isn't a lot left to say because as you've been thanking god for people now i've got a grandson who's very ill he he won't get better probably he's 30 and uh, it's just one of those slowly um, degenerative diseases that will take his life eventually so whenever i pray for my family i always just automatically say lord if there is a miracle to be had could we have it for this grandson Mm. Thing, and I think you pray for people as you're giving thanks for them you pray for them as well So by the time you get to supplication there's not necessarily a lot to be said but, uh, but you do, you ask for what you want and tell, tell the Lord what you want I think that brings us back to square one where we praise God What's God's perspective on
0: praying?
1: Well, you know, we have to go back to the Lord's Prayer, don't you? You know, it was made so clear. When you pray, this don't don't babble on like the hypocrites do, I think Jesus said, but pray, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, etc. I did a boys' brigade in a church I lived in, I was in in Tasmania a long time ago, and they asked me to do a segment with the boys' brigade on prayer, the Lord's Prayer. And we went through it with every word, and if you dissect it, it really is so powerful. Our Father, you know, it's just it's so personal. Some people really struggle with forgiveness, both forgiving themselves and forgiving others. But I think if you pray that prayer slowly and thoughtfully, regularly, it really does bring everything into focus. Yeah, yeah. "Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as in heaven." When that gets back to the supplication, we pray for what we want. But then we get round to saying, "God, it's really what you want for me that's important." I find the Lord's Prayer immensely powerful. <laughs>
0: Were there any Bible verses or stories that inspired
1: you along this prayer journey? <laughs> now I had to write that down because you know I'm not very good at memorising Bible verses but there was there a few I wrote down. Matthew 11 28 where Jesus said come to me all of you who are weary and heavy laden and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. And you I don't know if you know what, what the yoke symbol is, you probably do not everybody might but if, if you put a yoke on a beast, it's two beasts walking together and they carry the load equally if you put Jesus' yoke on, he carries the load for you and you just walk along with the load being carried for you and I just think that take my yoke if you're burden if you're heavy laden what did I say uh, weary and heavy laden maybe it, I don't know at your stage of life whether you get weary and heavy laden but through life there are lots of times when you really wonder how you're going to get on but really and that's a, that's a lovely verse for that. then Ephesians 6 verses 7 and 8 work with enthusiasm as if working for the Lord rather than people. I think this might have been out of the message, I'm not sure. Remember that the Lord will reward each one of us for the good we do. And I think if you can be enthusiastic, I can't see how people can be a miserable Christian, I really can't. I think you've sort of got to be enthusiastic. And as I say, a lot of the time I have coffee, we just happened this smiling and we overran time because this person just had to unburden themselves. And if you're enthusiastic and you can keep smiling, I think it makes a huge difference. So that's a piece in six, seven and eight. Then this is my very face verse Colossians 1 27 and this is as I learned it. I do know this one off my heart, it says I learned it, and I've never found the translation that it comes from. I don't know which translation, but I learned it. It's it. Val's translation. It's Val, yeah. yeah I always say the gospel according to Val. Yeah, yeah. that's right. <laughs> the secret is simply this Christ in me. Yes. Christ in me. Val Bringing with him the hope of all the glorious things to come. And if you read it in any translation and you think about that, it's the hope and it is Christ in us. I mean, it's the Holy Spirit within us that keeps us ticking over. That to me, that Colossians 1.27 is my very favourite verse because if I didn't have Christ in me, I wouldn't meet the person I am. And I like that. And the last one I read down was Matthew 6, 9 to 13, which is the Lord's Prayer and not forgetting verse 14 and 15 which follow. Some people really struggle with forgiving, but this verse is just this is just so important if you forgive those who, who sin against you your heavenly father will forgive you but if you refuse to forgive others your father will not forgive you your sins oh, i just think that's just if that doesn't keep you from holding things against people
0: before we finish today do you have any final words of encouragement for listeners about
1: prayer I do think it's important to have a quiet time. I have to confess, I don't every day. Some days I just get up and get going, and sometimes later in the day I do a daily devotions, which I don't always do daily. I can, I, I did yesterday's today's and tomorrow yesterday because I knew I was going to be going out early, and I thought, well, I'll do it now, and I'll catch up later, uh, which isn't ideal, but that's what I do. But I do think the keeping God in focus, even you know, this probably there's young mums who have to get their kids off to childcare and then get to work and then get home. And Think about food and shopping. The life of, of younger women these days, I think, is very demanding. I would say not to let the earthly things become too important. We have to do them. They have to be done, and you have to look after the people in your care. But, you know, the love one another, I just think it's caring about people is the most important thing. Pray at all times. Pray at all times. What did he say? When two or three are gathered together, what was the other thing I wrote down? Do not forsake. Yeah, do not forsake the praying. And don't think of it as praying, and I think they've said this from the pulpit, the different preachers over the time, don't think about it as uh, different words or anything it's just talking to somebody who you love and admire. I find now if I'm sitting with a person and we're talking about the difficulty I'll say well let's let's give it to the God and to the Mm -hmm. Lord in prayer and I can do that easily. I think it comes
0: hand in hand with loving others. It's like loving God and part of that is communicating with him and having a relationship with him and loving others.
1: That's right Yeah. Yeah. and I find often I find myself even in a shopping centre you can pray with somebody who's having a difficulty and just say well let's take it just a moment and give it to mm. God. That would be my final word, I think. Don't hold it close to your heart anything that's troubling you. Mm. Just give it to the Lord in prayer. I mean, I'm probably know more hymns than you do, but there's an old hymn that says give it to the Lord in prayer.
0: I feel like we've sung yeah. that before in fact. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's it. right. Yes. <laughs> Val, thank you so much for chatting to us today on the podcast. It's great to be encouraged and inspired to spend more time with others and loving others, but also communicating with God
1: through purposeful prayer. So thank you. Thanks thanks very much, Erin. Amen to all of that.
0: Until next time, I hope you have a wonderful week.